Hi, you're listening to the Raise the Vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Raise the Vibe. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. Thank you so much for joining me today. A few years ago, I felt guided and inspired to create a show that was empowering and uplifting, a show where people could also be inspired, get connected, and find resources to support their journey, to bring you the psychics, the healers, the way showers, and the light bringers that can assist us in our day-to-day life of personal empowerment and transformation. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel so blessed to have you all with me today. Today, I have Brian Grijalva with me today. Brian is the founder of the Sacred Circle Healing Center. His kind but firm approach to healing has gained him a strong reputation as a go-to guy for professional athletes, Olympians, Hollywood's elite, as well as the world's top musicians and artists. Brian specializes in difficult cases and enjoys the challenge. He has over a decade of experience as both healing facilitator and educator. He is an expert in over two dozen distinct healing modalities and is trained in many more. At Sacred Circle, he has created an authentic and safe space to be yourself and will do his absolute best to help you be greater than whatever is holding you back. Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you Hi, so much Liz. for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Awesome. Cool. So big things going on right now. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go up, but first, why don't you start by saying a little bit about yourself and how you got on this journey of healing? Uh, sure. So... I'm a medical intuitive, and it was uh, something that um, early on realized was a uh, was a little bit different than everyone else. I mean, I come from a family of intuitives, so it wasn't um, too odd, but uh, it was definitely something. You know, I was always ill as a child. I was always feeling everything from everyone else, mm. and so it wasn't until in my adult life uh, my sister started developing really terrible migraines. And so it was so horrible to see my sister just in agonizing pain every day. And so one day was particularly bad. And I, I picked her up and I brought her to my house and I laid her on the couch. And I'll show you how long ago it was because uh, I actually had to look through the yellow pages. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a massage therapist that would come by and work on her to help her. Anyhow, couldn't do it. Long story short, the very next day, I signed up for massage school. And so I really only intended to help my sister. But through the medium of touch therapy and actually touching with people and Reiki and getting into it, everything came flooding back. And it's been a nonstop whirlwind since then. And so I've been able to help facilitate so many people uh, with their healing and teaching workshops and seminars and doing all of these things. Um, you know, it's funny. We try to, we try to plan our own paths, our own destinies. Mm-hmm. And then we forget, Oh, that's already been planned. <laughs> and we get pushed right back to where we started from. So that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's how I started my healing journey. Well, what different modalities do you use for your clients? Um, I do all kinds of touch therapies, but everything from, you know, the medical intuition is the primary one. I get a lot of medical mysteries, uh, the ones that no one can diagnose what is wrong with them, because most of the time it's not physical. Mm, yeah. It's a spiritual trauma that they're holding on to. And we have to release that. So we release that blockage. Usually I prefer to do it through physical touch and physical manipulation mm-hmm. because I feel that, you know, we do have three, three bodies. We have the physical body, we have the emotional body, and we have the spiritual body. And so in order to really facilitate healing, we have to work on all three levels at the same time. Yeah. For those who don't know, what is a uh, medical medium? Oh, sure. So, uh, yeah, so I found out this really bizarre thing that I can do, um, and that is I synchronize my body with someone else, and what it is is I start to feel on myself the emotional blockages, the the illnesses, all of these really things that shouldn't be there. Uh, so 
I'm able to identify those because I physically feel them on my body. Mm. So large crowds can be a little overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) And, and this time that we're in with all of this, I can tell you, I spent three days in bed. Wow. Uh, It was, it was really difficult feeling and trying to understand what was happening. And, um, yeah, that wasn't good. I started thinking for a minute, oh no, I have it too, you know? <laughs> yeah, wasn't it amazing? The chest heaviness and, yeah. I, you know, the feeling like I was having an asthma attack and yes. for days. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then kind of like, okay, this is not my allergies. This is not the reoccurring asthma. This is something else. You know, always check in outside of yourself. You know, for sure. Allergies. And that's, that's, that's the problem. I'm, I've been having phone calls the last, I don't know what, I don't even know what today is anymore, but yeah. I've been, all, all of the empaths that I've been helping and teaching and guiding over these years, everyone's been calling and trying to figure out why am I feeling sick? What is happening? And it's that. So it's really important for all empaths right now to really focus on boundaries, 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 boundaries. Um, it's so important to really understand what is yours and what is someone else's so that you can create that space so that you don't take on everything around you. Right. Can you explain further what an empath is for those who don't know and how you work with people and maybe some advice, you know, for people sure, who are experiencing this might not know, maybe they're new to this. They don't know that that's something that's affecting them. Of course. So cool. empaths are exactly what it sounds like. You know, you are empathic. You are feeling and you are sympathizing or empathizing with the people around you. And this is a natural gift that all human beings have. Every human being on this planet is a spiritual being. And therefore we have spiritual gifts. And one of those is the gift of empathy. Now, some people are much more empathic than others, Mm -hmm. but what this will do is this will allow you to feel and to really understand what another person is going through, or in this case, what the world is going through, many people. And so right now is a very difficult time for empaths because everyone is feeling overwhelmed, anxious, ill, and just completely out of their comfort zones. And so all empaths right now are having a hard time feeling sick, feeling these things, because it's not necessarily theirs. Mm-hmm. It's everyone else's and so I there's a quick quick tool that I was taught by my master teacher many years ago but something that can really help is as an empath say three I am statements I am Brian and then pick anyone else in the world and then you say I am Brian they are you are Liz yeah I am wearing a blue shirt. Well, you are also wearing a blue shirt, but you are wearing a floral shirt. Uh I am drinking tea. You are drinking water. Three distinct differences, starting with I am first, severs the energy, and you understand what is yours and what is not yours. And you're able to stop this sort of onslaught of emotional energy coming in. Does that make sense? makes total sense. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for describing that. <laughs> for somebody who's unaware of the different clairs, maybe the different ways that they may be picking up on energy, can you walk us through that a little bit? For people uh, sure, yeah. So, so, yeah, so there are so many different ways, and we can go into each little things, you know, the sentience and the voyance and all these kinds of things. But I think that more importantly, I think that what we should really talk about is what you feel is okay. What you hear is okay. What you smell is okay. Just stay present, understand what it is, but check in with yourself first to make sure that you know what is yours and what is not yours. Because I think a lot of times we get lost in the shuffle of life and of people, and especially in in the midst of of a pandemic like we are. Tensions are high. Emotions are high. Energy is high. And so anybody who is experiencing, seeing, feeling, sensing, smelling, whatever, it's okay. Just don't own it. Don't take it as your own. It just is. So this is where meditation is key. 
we should all be dedicating more time to meditating in trying times. Just breathe it, be present, and understand what is yours and what is not yours so that we don't get lost or get sick. Yeah, I'm personally finding it kind of difficult to meditate these days because my mind is going so fast, my body wants to go, that it's hard to really stay present. Any advice for other people who may be experiencing that same thing? Of course. So, yeah, so I think sometimes we like to think of meditation in the traditional sense, right? Sitting on a cushion in a floor with candles or something. Mm -hmm. No. Yes, but that works for you, great. But for most people, it's not going to work, especially when we have our own anxieties to deal with. It's very difficult. You have to be really practiced to get that right. But something we forget, um, gardening, drawing, dancing, yoga, these are all forms of meditation. Set your intention before you begin gardening and start doing it. Do whatever activity makes you happy that brings you fulfillment. Listen, I'm remodeling my kitchen right now. That's fantastic. Because so as I'm paring down cabinets, I say that again. There are so many people doing projects right now. <laughs> Absolutely, because they're meditating. Mm -hmm. Don't sit in front of the TV and watch the, the news 24 seven. You're gonna drive yourself crazy. Do something. And that something is your form of meditation. And whatever that is, there's no judgments. Do your thing, knock yourself out. Whatever works for you, go for it. Those are great suggestions too, because as we're moving, we're also moving the energy through our body at the same yes. time so we're not stagnant. Yes, stagnation is the death of all of us. We need to move, 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 100%. Yeah. This is where it's, it's very sad when we're seeing on, you know, on the news, all of the, the elderly, all of our older population locked into their into their care facilities and we really need to inspire them to move even within their homes and within their room we really need to get them to move some this is we all of us need to move mm -hmm. we need fresh air we need to do these things yeah. so yeah this is, this is a very difficult time and we're going through a major major transformation yeah can you talk about that a little bit yeah well you know i think that most people in this spiritual community have been talking about a shift right about a spiritual shift that was coming that was coming that was coming it's here this is it this is that thing never in the world in the history that we know of has this ever happened before where there's been a pandemic of this level affecting so many people i mean this is everyone in the world at the same time so we can do that. We can, fall, we can fall into the trap of despair and anxiety, or we can take this moment to stop and understand, yes, this is terrible. So many people are sick and so many people are dying, and this is, this is a really bad time. But if you are not sick and you are not ill and you are, and you are fine and you're in your home, then guess what? Let's turn these lemons into lemonade, serve a shot of tequila, and let's do this, right? <laughs> yes. Take this time to retreat into yourself. Never before, you know, think about this. Since the day we're born, we are pushed to grow, to excel, to, to get to that mile marker, whatever it is, that we've never really been told to rest. I mean, culturally, we really don't, we don't really value rest. Mm -mm. And here is this time where we have pushed the pause button. Everything has stopped. I mean, save for medical professionals and emergency services. God bless them. I mean, they, what they are doing is incredible. Yes. And, but the rest of us who are sidelined, you know, now is the time to meditate with whatever project you're doing, whatever way you find functional, go through your inventory of all of those things that you've been trying to work out, all of those problems that you've been harboring. And now is a time to let them go. Work through them because when else will you have another moment to sit and really process and then now, once all of this is behind us, 
we can use this time as a cocoon to emerge as he uses as a sort of metamorphosis to yeah. come out as we are, as you want to be, as that person that you truly are, you know, not reactionary, but with intention, mm-hmm. understanding this is who I am. That's what I'm going to do and go out and do it. 100%. I am, I am, I'm really, I'm kind of enjoying this time. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. The creativity is really blossoming. When we were talking about that before we pressed the record, can you talk a little bit about that mm. for our listeners? Yeah, of course. Well, I think that there's a lot of energy coming in and everyone who is on the spiritual path, which is all of us, whether we know it or not, but those of us who are aware of it are really having this surge of creativity because there is so much coming through and so much happening so much is shifting and changing with our own selves that we are now starting to, what, what are we going to do with this energy? So we have to start to let it out and creativity, painting, drawing, dancing, whatever it is that you do to get this energy out of your body is so beneficial and so helpful. You know, if you look at history and you look at, you know, what are the great inventions that have come out from, from being in quarantine? And the list is so long because that is a time where people have stopped and they've understood and they've processed and they've become very creative. And that's where, you know, this is all of us. It's that creativity. We're processing through the brow chakra, all of this energy, all of those little nuanced, little tidbits of information we're getting from all over the place. It's I mean, have you been to a grocery store lately? Wow. I mean, just the tension is palpable and, and you see what's going on. So how do we process that energy? Mm-hmm. We see that it's in us. We have to get it out. Yeah. Even it's walking on the trail, you see it when you pass somebody. Exactly. You know, the exactly. fear, the unknowing that's going on, you know, the sidestep over, you know, <laughs> the wonder in their eyes. <laughs> for sure. No, for sure. And I think that's the thing. What do we do with this information? We can absorb it, you know, as I said earlier, we don't want to absorb what is not ours. Mm-hmm. And we're doing that with this information. So we're taking it, we have to get it out. And creativity, art, something along that line is the most effective, efficient way of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very interesting how all the chakras right now are, are really struggling. And they're really, really trying to push forward. Mm, have you been hungry a lot lately, like everyone else? Yes, indeed. <laughs> not such a good thing. And like, hmm, quarantine and hungry at the same time, this might not be so good. It's actually jokes going back and forth, my friends and I on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many memes are there right now about eating all of your quarantine snacks in one day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the interesting part is because when we look at the solar plexus chakra, that chakra is about digestion biologically, but spiritually, it's your sense of willpower. It's why you keep going. Mm. And so right now we're really worried about tomorrow. Yeah. So what are we doing? We're fueling up. We're, we're so hungry. We need food because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I have to get up and I have to fight and I have to do whatever I have to do tomorrow. So we're eating everything we can today. (laughs) I, it's really getting triggered in our first chakra too. Oh with yeah. Fear. Fear. Absolutely. So that's been really interesting. And you know, you touched on the second chakra, which is creativity as we, you know, spoke about at the beginning of the call or before mm-hmm. we started. Can you talk a little bit about fear and how people can handle, you know, all these emotions that they're feeling right now? Sure. And so, yeah, so it's very difficult. So when we're looking at the chakras or we're looking at, you know, when we really look at that root chakra and we look at how that is, Fear. That is where that sense of safety comes from. And when fear really affects that. And so it's hard not to when we're bombarded with this really difficult information all the time. Even, even the most secure of us will start to feel a little bit insecure and a little unsafe. Yeah. And that's okay. But that's the same thing it goes to with creativity get that emotion out of your body, get it out, let, let it sink and 
here and feeling safe out of your body. And then, of course, the normal things where you're washing your hands, obviously. Yeah, but there's yeah. these very, very physical things we can do to feel safe. And that's where it comes from. Now, the, the second one is very interesting because what I'm hearing a lot right now is all about the sacral chakra. Mm. Now, the sacral chakra is all about our identities. It's identity and sexuality. And so what is going on right now? I'm hearing from a lot of my clients that they're feeling really sexual and they don't know what to do with this. They're also feeling really, really unsure and uneasy of who they are mm -hmm. because they're so scared. They've never had to do this. They're not going to work. They're not going to school. They can't see their friends. All of their normal everyday activities are have identity. been different. <laughs> and their identity. So who, I, who am I without all of these things? Exactly. And so, you know, something I say in my practice all the time is when we're working on the sacral chakra, it's get out of your comfort zone. Get out of the comfort zone and learn who you are. So for example, Liz, we're gonna do this really quick with you. Sure. We're gonna, we're gonna do something here. Okay, so tell me, tell me a food you don't like, you just will not eat. Um, crab. Crab? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> see, how, see how quickly you said that? Yeah, crab does not like me, therefore I do not like crab. <laughs> well, there we go, so you see, it's, it's, a, it's a mutual, it's a mutual thing. <laughs> same for each other. But so, so when we look at that, when we look at, for example, you said crab right away. Mm -hmm. you know you don't like crab because you've had it before. Yes. Right? So now I could introduce you to anyone on this planet, and I can say this is Liz. She doesn't like crab. And 100%, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. That is a definition of your identity. Yeah. You are the no crab person. Right? <laughs> so, and that's a simple thing, of course, with food, right? Mm -hmm. But something I always challenge my clients to do is when we're working on identity, it's get out of your comfort zones, find all of those things that you don't like. Now, if I were to ask you, Liz, tell me something you do like. Something we could be you here. Like. Yeah, we could be here until tomorrow, right? All the things we like. Tons. We keep talking. So we can take this theory and look at it. When we do the things that we enjoy, it's great. They bring us pleasure, they bring us joy, but we don't learn anything. But when we get out of our comfort zones and we find the things that we do not like, we really define who we are. Mm. So what I challenge everyone to do right now in this, in this time of quarantine is you already are out of your comfort zone. Yes, very much so. So what are you, what's going to come out now after this? After this is all past and long history, we're going to look at this and say, I really didn't like being quarantined. <laughs> I really didn't like being isolated. So what are you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. How are you going to nourish this part of you that you're not allowed to do right now? Are you going to spend more time with friends? Are you going to cut out toxic relationships? Mm -hmm. Are you going to stop wasting time doing things that you really don't enjoy? Probably. Oh, those are all great questions. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a good, mm -hmm. it's going to be a very interesting time coming up. Yeah, I think it's a really big teacher right now. Because oh it is, God. it's teaching us, okay, this is what I like. Some people are realizing, gosh, I like having this free time. Other people are, gosh, I'm really having a hard time not hugging my friends. Sure. Right sure. now. You know, yeah. it, there's both sides. I think there's many gifts in this. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. And how beautiful is that first hug going to be? Gosh, it's going to be so great. How tight, <laughs> right? We're just going to just, you know. We're going to adjust everyone's spines with a hug. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think it's fun though, the creativity that we're finding and bringing these things to us virtually. I think that the virtual world is a real gift right now to be able to do what we're doing right now. Absolutely. To be able this morning at 930, you know, the group that usually comes into my restaurant and has breakfast uh -huh. with me, you know, we had coffee over Zoom. Okay. Right. You know, there are, yeah, there's concerts um, at Bashan Island in the middle of Puget Sound. Very um, artistic community. A lot of musicians. They're live streaming music. Beautiful. You know, music from the basement. Music from the fire pit. You know that sort of thing. In order to like bring people together in new ways, which I think is great. This is so beautiful. I think I think it really is. You know, we could take this as 
you know, we could resist and resist and resist and not learn anything, or we can just learn to let go and embrace it. Mm-hmm. it you know, if anyone does yoga, they'll understand this, right? When you're doing yoga and you get into that position that you've never had that pose before, and it does not feel very good, you're a little uncomfortable, and you fight it and you fight it and you fight it, and you still don't get anywhere. But then you learn to let go and relax the tension and you lean into it, mm-hmm. you realize you're actually able to hold it much longer if you stop fighting it. And what do you learn about your body, right? And so I think right now what we're, we're in this really bizarre you know, yoga pose where we are we're holding a very uncomfortable position, but we can embrace it and try to lean into it and take as much as we can out of it, or we can fight and fight and waste this terrible but beautiful gift wow i just had an aha moment about that you know just this pressing the pause button you know and where we are forced to sit with this uncomfortableness Mm -hmm. and this is our yoga right now where that (laughs) like you said that yoga is teaching us how to work through that difficulty where when we go out into the life and out into life where when difficulty comes our way, we know how to breathe through it. And then this experience is going to be teaching people how to breathe through difficulty to be able to handle life in a new, better way. Oh, Absolutely. That was a great new way of looking at the situation. Oh, well, but, you know, I think this is so funny. I mean, I've had so many, I was, okay, let me tell you this. I was supposed to be in Bali right now. Oh, that would be wonderful. It, it, it was great. And I have a friend who's kind of trapped there right now. She's not sure if she's going to be able to come home. But um, Lots of people in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to be in Mexico a couple of weeks ago on retreat. Oh, boy. So I feel for you. Yes. Well, and so, so this, is a, this is a very beautiful thing. So this is, so I went last year and I was going this year because it's the Balinese New Year and it's called Nyepi. And it's a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And what the people do is the night before they on the New Year's Eve, it's, you know, big, big ceremonies, big, very religious, uh, beautiful temples, and everyone gets dressed up and does the whole thing. But they also, what they create, every little village creates these paper mache monsters that are about 20 feet tall, and they're called Uga Uga. I'm not going to say it correctly, but they're, they sound like that. Mm-hmm. And they're huge monsters. And what they do is they parade them around and the, around the town. And the whole idea is to scare away the evil spirits. Oh, I love that. Right. And then they take them into the middle of town and then they destroy them. They burn them or they rip them apart. Now the, that's, that's one thing. It's so beautiful. Now the next day, the New Year's day is a day of silence. Mm. There's no electricity. There's no Wi-Fi. Everything is closed. It's what we're living right now. Everything is closed. The only thing open are hospitals. And if you're a visitor, you're in your hotel and you're not allowed to leave. If you're walking out on the street, there's, there's a assigned people that will bring you back to your hotel. You're, you're discouraged from even talking. So last year I did 24 hours of silence. Now, anyone that knows me knows that that's impossible for me, <laughs> but I did it. And I was sweating by the end, but I did it. Now, the beautiful part about it is the idea behind not turning things on and not speaking, not making noise is to do two things. One is to not allow the evil spirits to find you again. Mm. So it's about setting up your, your new year fresh without any demons from the past. And the second part is to give the earth, to give the earth a day to rest. That's beautiful. And now when we look at what's happening right now, this is Nyepi on a global scale. The world is resting. And I'm loving it. Absolutely. I mean, have you seen, I mean, have you seen the news about the Venetian canals and the pollution over China? And yeah, my God, amazing, isn't it? It's just a short amount of time can show us what a huge impact we're having on our environment. Absolutely. And so now it's up to us to continue in this new year the way 
we should and treat the earth right. Yeah. You know, we have to do that with intention. And so that's such a, it's such a beautiful thing that I think that, you know, I was initially upset about not going to Bali. I mean, it was a yoga retreat and I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And then this all happened. And even up until the day before I was supposed to leave, I was still trying to see if I can go. My bag was packed, ready to go. Oh, and it, <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it just, it couldn't happen. And, um, and I was taking my sister with me this year too, but <clears throat> so anyhow, so this didn't happen. But after my initial resistance and then thinking about it, it really dawned on me, holy hell, this is global nyepi. That is what's going on. We are being quiet. We're letting the earth rest. So I've learned to embrace it and I'm really, really loving this. And I'm encouraging all of my clients, everyone I've been speaking to, every interview, everything, use this as a time for cocooning yourself. Mm-hmm. So once this passes, you can emerge exactly as you are. That's beautiful, Ryan. What great yeah. advice. What other advice are you giving your clients right now on oh. how to deal with this situation? You know, the other part is I'm encouraging people to keep exercising, keep exercising. Uh, Don't eat all of your quarantine snacks, please. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you can also, this is a lot of time for people to, they find it comfortable to just retreat and hide. And, you know, we need to to build connections, reach out, talk to people, do, do your video conferences, Call, call your parents, call your friends, call the neighbor you never really talked to. Just see how people are doing. Show your genuine, real affection. Not because you happen to run into them on the street, but because you genuinely care. Yeah. That's the only thing I can really is just try to keep, this will pass. This too will pass. Everything passes. It will. Mm-hmm. It's what are you going to do with it? So make up your mind. Make your 10-year plan, make your five-year plan, make your one-year plan. Hell, make your one-month plan. Yeah. You know? And now the only other thing that I've been telling, this is what I've been saying this on repeat a lot, <clears throat> is make a schedule. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we are home, right? And if you are not working from home or your work from home is a little bit crazy, set a schedule with boundaries so that you know that between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. you are working, and between this time and this time you are exercising. Mm-hmm. And so you really can keep a schedule because if you don't have that, you're gonna spin off the rails and then you're gonna feel really bad because you get really behind or you find out that you've been watching the news for seven hours. Oh yeah, turn that off, that is. Turn not- off. Yeah. <laughs> Watch what you need to, right? Because we need to stay informed. Mm-hmm. They stay informed. Yeah. Don't obsess. Yeah. Don't obsess. You know, read. Oh my gosh. Right now, learn a new hobby. I mean, do something that you've never done before Mm -hmm. and try it. Get out of your comfort zones again. You know, that's just a, just a big one, but schedule it, schedule, 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 because, oh boy, you know, when you don't schedule it, you can get derailed real quick. <laughs> and what a great time for somebody who's been wanting to start that meditation practice or that yoga practice. Now's the time. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Those are the things. And right now, if you look on, you know, uh, any YouTube channel, anything has so much meditation. There's free yoga. There's free. And so many studios are live streaming. And you just talked about yep. the amazing technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first time in history we're allowed to do this. Yes. And a lot of companies are offering a lot of different things. A lot of studios offering, you know, dance and yoga and meditation and online people are offering different things for free. Hay House is offering things, you know, various different companies. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And I think it's everywhere now. Yeah. Take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing? Going to watch the news? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And don't drink too much. Don't drink too much. I hear a lot of people are having problems with alcohol right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I've had quite a few phone calls about this lately. Um, It's just people are not, they're looking for comfort. Mm. And so they're having a drink. I get it. Listen, anyone who knows me knows I like to drink. You drink in moderation. 
Don't start drinking at 9 a.m., please. You're not, let's, let's not do that. This is a, this is a whole other situation, you know, but it's a, you're allowed to relax, of course. Mm -hmm. Just. Yeah, don't be fear. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah, then safety. once we come out of this, we don't want to have a whole other problem to treat. Yeah. Better to nourish yourself. For sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And being kind, you know, be kind to yourself, be kind to the people around you. That's, that's kind of the, that's the biggest thing. And what yeah. about holding presence with yourself during this time? Because a lot of people have a lot of different emotions going on. You deal with the physical, emotional, and spiritual aspect. Do you have any um, advice around that? You know, holding presence with yourself. Yeah, of course. And so, you know, much as I was saying earlier about whatever you're feeling, um, intuitively, energetically, also emotionally, whatever you're feeling, you're allowed to feel that. Go through it. A lot of times what we have is we have repressed emotion and we try to shove it down and shove it down. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to come back up again and usually much stronger. So all usually what emotion wants is to be acknowledged. You have fear around X. Allow yourself to have fear for a minute. Just allow it, understand it, embrace it, and then let it go. Not obsessing about it or obsessing worse about not having it. Because hmm. that's when they really come back to it. If you're afraid, be afraid. That's okay. Relax, breathe, understand why you're afraid. And think, is there something you can do to help? You know, that's the problem where we have, we get lost a lot of times in our despair or fear or grief. I mean, there's so many people going through really horrible times right now. And, yeah. you know, how many deaths are there? I mean, and, and so their families are feeling grief. Yeah. They're allowed to feel grief. If you don't, we all know this, if you don't allow someone to feel grief, they're going to completely combust later. Mm -hmm. So allow yourself, sit with it, feel it, embrace it, dance it out, paint it out, handstand it out, do whatever you need to do, yeah. but get it out of your body but give yourself that space to feel mm -hmm. for sure. And your work is very much, you know, going in, as you said, and finding those blocks and working with them. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So, you know, traditionally in at the center, people come in and I'm able to scan them, feel them and through physical manipulation, able to open that up. But unfortunately right now, we really can't touch each other. Um, so what we can do, though, is we can do that work on ourselves. We can understand, okay, you're, you have a neck issue. Why do you have a neck issue? What is going on there? Feel it. Understand it. Is it muscular? When you turn your head, are your mind that time you were five years old? Maybe. If that's what happens... Allow it, acknowledge it. It just wants that space. And what you'll end up finding out is you know so much more about your body than you think you do. You'll remember those traumas. You'll remember those incidents, all those problems and those issues that have been manifesting in your body that, you know, and there are certain ones that are very, um, very uh, typical, right? Very, very typical. Uh, You'll have, you know, throat issues, neck issues. Usually it's around communication. Yeah. You're not able to say what you need to say. So if you're having neck issues and you usually come and you get someone to massage and work it out, well, guess what? You don't have that luxury right now. So sing. Get vibrations into your throat. Sing and really let it out. Belt it out. No one else is listening anyway, so go for it. Let it out. I mean, unless you're your family, but, you know, <laughs> just let them hear you. Belt it out and bring that vibrations into your throat. I promise you, you'll feel better. You know, those, those kinds of things. Just bring an awareness into your body and working it out. Movement, you know, hips and, and just, there's so much. I mean, uh, I just got a phone call this morning. A guy slipped and fell outside oh. and he just slipped and fell. And uh, it's asking, what can he do? Rest, 
that's that's pretty much all you can do right now because that's a, an acute injury. <laughs> Not much we can do about that, right? Mm-hmm. But so those are those things. Identifying what is emotional, what's an emotional manifestation, and what's physical. And if it's physical, take a bath, do what you need to do. You know, have have your you know roommate, your your loved one, whatever, stick their elbow in you. Do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I should teach a, a online class on how to do home massage for each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. funny that you mentioned your client because um, I took a little fall a couple weeks ago on vacation with my kids on the beach. I had mm-hmm. a friend do the same thing. Another friend is talking about being super klutzy right now. And I mm-hmm. heard um, through a couple different spiritual teachers that actually the energy that's going on right now is so overwhelming that it's kind of, it's got us off balance, which is really yes. fascinating. Can you talk about that a little bit? For sure. So, and I'm going to tell you this very personally. <laughs> I have dropped everything. I have, I mean, I dropped my cup of coffee this morning. I never do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know it's terrible. I'm like, whoa, I only have so much. <laughs> I'm trying to conserve my coffee. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, I've been so clumsy lately. And it's that. It's because there's so much coming in that we're trying to process so much information, the glass can only hold so much milk. It's got to pour out at some point. And so, yeah, we're not very coordinated right now, and that's okay. But yeah, this how do we manage that? Say it again? How do we manage that? So being present, meditation, trying your best, it's still going to happen. Yeah. It's still going to happen. There's some things that are just going to happen. I mean – just earlier today, I'm told you, I'm remodeling my kitchen. So earlier today, I had the screwdriver and I was trying to take a screw out. I dropped that screwdriver no less than four times. And this is, it's just, it's just, it is what it is right now. So we have to, don't hurt yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> if you get a little clumsy, maybe you need to lie down, right? <laughs> just give yourself a minute to recalibrate for a second yeah <laughs> yeah for sure right we're kind of like a like a what were those like a gyroscope right sometimes it needs to be recalibrated just give yourself good thing we have plenty of time to sit yeah and chill and recalibrate so that we can move forward besides yeah. sitting down or maybe taking a bath to help us integrate all of this stuff do you have any um practices that you do to help to integrate yeah, I mean, really, I mean, yoga, yoga is such a powerful, powerful practice that helps on the physical, emotional, and spiritual levels at the same time. I mean, really, roll out a mat or go onto your rug and just, just hold some of those poses for a minute. Just allow yourself to breathe, concentrate on the breath, concentrate on the heartbeat. You know, in yoga, the only constants are the, are the breath and the heartbeat. Stay with that. Control the breath. You can control anything. Just be still. I think. I think what happens is, we, and we all. I'm. I'm guilty of this too. We get a little anxious, and so we feel like we have to do something. Mm-hmm. And so we're 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 spinning our wheels. It's like that Scooby Doo thing, right? We're spinning our wheels, but we're not going anywhere. Just give yourself a minute to rest. Hold a pose. Hold child's pose if you like to. Do whatever you need to do recalibrate, center yourself. One minute is better than no minutes. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so working with that body, mind, spirit mm-hmm. tool is there's um, opportunity right now to work with our emotional self. Do you mm-hmm. have any advice or any stories around that at all that you might want to share with our listeners? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, and, and this is something I can even tell you that, okay. So the other night after I did my yoga practice, I had a wave of emotion. I, I even felt almost depressed and it was quick mm-hmm. and it was this deep, heavy sinking feeling. And it was, it, it almost brought me to tears And it was so unnerving to suddenly feel this. And I had to check in and I realized, yeah, it was mine. It was mine. And the truth is I have a busy practice and right now we're shut down. We're closed. We have a a order from the state. 
Everyone is not allowed to, I'm not allowed to touch anyone. And so the idea of me not being able to reach out and touch someone has deeply affected me on a personal level because that is what I do. Mm -hmm. So it's really affected me as a person, right? First. And then realizing that my entire life's purpose, my mission to help facilitate healing is now being interrupted. And so that deep wave of emotion was so heavy and that's what I was resisting. But once I embraced it Mm -hmm. and allowed myself to really acknowledge it and understand that is why I'm feeling depressed is that I'm not able to fulfill my mission right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, because right now I'm not supposed to right now. I'm supposed to gather myself right now. I'm going to rest before the next phase of whatever comes next. Right. I need to gather myself, be aware of myself and understand how deeply I am connected to my work because I can tell you this happens to me every three or four years. And I'm sure this happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. Every three or four years I say, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm moving to Peru. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm done with this. And the funny part is, you know, we, we say that because we get so built up of resentment and emotions and all kinds of things because we're, we're all people. But when we look at, I'm at home, and I'm getting this deep wave. Why? Oh, it's because I'm deeply connected to my work. That's what I need to do. So these ideas, these notions of I need to run away, to me, I started laughing, thinking about, wow, I'm trying to run away from myself. <laughs> and that's where some of these emotions come from, right? And I think that comes from all of us. And everyone's challenge and everyone's emotions are going to be different, of mm-hmm. course. But I think that that we go back to the same thing. It's just acknowledging it, allowing your body to feel, just sit with it. Don't hold on to it so tightly. Just let it flow through you. And you'll start to learn so much more about yourself. This is maybe this, this, this time, instead of calling it the uh, pandemic, we should call it, you know, something along lines of, you know, the metamorphosis or the cocooning because Mm-hmm. This is what, what's happening. And it's so unfortunate that it had to be, that it is so awful and so many people are ill and suffering. This is terrible. And this is where, you know, if you can help in your communities, absolutely do that. If you're healthy and you're well enough to go do things, please do that. That'll bring some fulfillment to everybody. And at the same time, nurture yourself, grow, learn. And I think we're all going to come out of this better people. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and stop hoarding toilet paper. My God. Yeah, stop hoarding toilet paper. There's no need. They're getting other deliveries. You don't need five. <laughs> sure. Well, you know what's so people. funny is that, <laughs> you know, for sure. So I was talking to a friend of mine from Italy and he said to me, he says, he says, what's the deal with Americans and toilet paper? What's going on there? It's <laughs> all over the Italian news. <laughs> and so... He was laughing and I thought, well, I'm glad that our bizarre, whatever that is, is bringing them some joy. Yes. Because he thought, he said, he said to me, he says, uh, oh, I thought coronavirus is respiratory. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's like, well. And humor heals. And I'm glad that we get some of the healing over there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> great. Oh, man. But yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's pretty much it. We're all going to get through this. Mm-hmm. This will pass. And it's up to us to make a choice to either learn from it or sit in the same juice we've been sitting in for a long time. Yeah. It really I mean, is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to come out of this and let this all be history. And we'll have a conversation again about this in the future. And we'll say, oh, yeah, remember that time? <laughs> you know, that'll be great. I know to be able to look back even three years from now to look back and go, gosh, it changed this and this and this, at least that's what I'm hoping, you know, is going to happen, not only on a personal level, level, but a global level as well. Global level. Well, yeah. you know, so I'll tell you something interesting. I had a, I had a client who has a, who's having some, some relationship woes and before all of this happened 
And so we've been working on communication strategies and sitting with himself and all these things. Anyhow, well, I was really worried about this because now they're putting their relationship in the microwave and setting it on high. Mm-hmm. As and now, <laughs> say again? As is everyone. Yeah. Oh, for sure, right? And that's where, you know, if you had any issues, well, the, the truth of the matter is, this is the time to work them out or to realize it's not working. And you can both move on either together or apart, but one way or the other, you've decided and it's done. Yeah, it's like sitting in a pressure cooker. In a pressure cooker, exactly. Because the hem and haw, I mean, just really never being sure about what's happening here or there, it's the worst. On the other hand, I'm having plenty of clients have called me and said this is the most amazing time ever because they're actually spending time with the people they love. Yes, they get to connect. Isn't that beautiful? Their plate is clear. Yeah. So it's such a, it's such a beautiful, a beautiful moment. You know, uh, I'll tell you this, I had a client recently who, who she experienced her, her partner died, uh, passed away very, very, um, very quickly, right before this happened. And this has now been such a good time for her to sit and heal and bond with her children. And in, before this happened, she was so worried about, you know, after the death, what am I going to do? I have to go back to work. I have to do this. I have to take time off. And she was so confused. And I remember telling her just before all this happened was just, just relax. Yeah. Just, just sit with it. I had no idea it was going to be like this, but now she gets the both the best of both worlds. She still gets to work and still gets to comfort and be there for her children and heal her own wounds. So it's, this is really is, it can be such a beautiful gift if we learn to look at it like that. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. just shift our thinking a little bit mm-hmm. and embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and difficulty and adversity often leads to change. And I know change is very uncomfortable, but afterwards we look back and go, okay, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am today. Can you talk a little bit about that? And maybe the transformation that people are going to be entering into, you know, when they, you know, for those who don't realize that, you know, this is going to be happening you know, and sure. what's going to be on the other side. Okay, of course. So, you know, earlier when we talked about the food, right, <clears throat> about not liking the food, you know, when we do the things that we enjoy, they're great. We enjoy life, and we should do plenty of that, but we don't learn anything. Mm-hmm. And we won't force ourselves to change anything. You, you said that you don't like crab. It doesn't agree with you. You don't like it. Mm-hmm. And so now you know, don't eat crab again, Right. Had you not experienced that adversity or that negative experience of eating crab, you never would have changed it. Exactly. So that's where this is such a beautiful time because we are all being challenged. We're all being in this very difficult spot. And so we're going to either continue with what you're doing and continue in misery or use this as a learning tool to change. Because nobody wants it. You don't, you don't fix something that's not broken, mm-hmm. right? We always fix things that are broken. And so when something's not working for you, change it. That's, that's the, the, this is such a great um, catalyst for change, right? Adversity. And so I think that's, that's the thing. Is just, I think that what I'm hearing so much, though, lately is the resistance, Mm. is the resistance. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I keep hearing that. Wow. And, and I have to sit and listen and say, mm-hmm, you can't, you can't, but you are. And you have to, there is no choice. So we're fighting something that you can't fight. So just ease into it. Let it go. It's going it, to, I know it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. and let there be tears do an ugly cry get it out of your body no problem do whatever you need to do take a day take a week hell who knows how long we're gonna be here do whatever you need to do but let that shit go oh sorry should not say that oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let it go you know so just let it go and that's where that's where things are but i think we just we really do we fight and we fight and we fight 
and we especially fight the things that we don't like mm-hmm. but that's where all the learning is yeah yeah it's not comfortable of course not but that's where you're really going to learn who you are mm-hmm. yeah. you know wow yeah it's really fluid right now for sure <laughs> for sure there's and there's nothing and it's not going to change anytime soon it's the only thing constant here is change yeah and things are changing and who knows you know i know here in los angeles they just recently they um I think they closed beaches, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard something about on the radio. But there's always something new in all non-essential businesses and all these things. Everything's closing. But there's so many things that are popping up now about people are delivering to you now. Anything you need, you call and they'll deliver. Yep. You know, and I think that's great. There's a, you know, someone I was talking to earlier, their son hasn't had a job. He's been out of a job for a while. Mm-hmm. And he just got a job. I think it was Amazon or one of the uh, shipping companies. Yeah. Because they're hiring. They're hiring. They're well, look at the right now, yeah. So I'm I'm saying, look at their Up here in Washington. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and our governor just put us on another two weeks. You know, no going out of the house, okay. no large groups. He got upped it. Yeah. We're at two weeks, just quarantine, but now he upped us yesterday. You know, something interesting, I think another lesson that we're all learning globally here is that it's not just about you anymore. No. You know, I think we were all so horrified watching the interview of those kids uh, on the beach in Florida. I think everyone was cringing, thinking, oh, and, you know, the kid was saying, oh, it's spring break. I'm going to drink. You know, if I get Corona, I get it. I, Everyone was just flabbergasted yeah. because that's the attitude that is in the past. That's not going to work no. anymore because your selfishness can kill somebody and many somebodies. Yep. And so this here, this is, this pandemic is really, it's affecting everyone, the rich, the poor, the black, the white everyone oh i have chills and it's not just about us we have to think about other people exactly and this is showing us we are one all connected mm-hmm. we're all completely vulnerable and the world works better when we help each other out yes it's really is time to stop with all of the nonsense and the selfishness and the and, and the separation. Yeah, and the separation. It's me and it's you stay over there. No, yeah. no, no. Listen. No. We're forced to do that right now and it's very uncomfortable. So yeah, when there's that person that maybe we don't agree with, that maybe their political views are different than ours, or their whatever religious beliefs are different than ours, that that's fine. But we can still give them an embrace yeah. and let them know. Just not now. But when this is all done, we can you know, let people know, hey, you know what? I get you. I understand you're a human being and you have thoughts and ideas just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And mine are no superior to yours. Yeah. We're all on the same level. Yeah. And I think this, this pandemic is really showing people it doesn't matter how many zeros are in your bank account or, 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 you know, what you're dressed like or what you, what, which God you pray to. We're all connected in this together. Yes. So it's something that let's listen, let's pay attention to this lesson. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Is there any way, anything you want to say to wrap up our call today that you would like our listeners to know? Yeah, you know, this, this will pass. Use this opportunity to learn and to grow. This is not something to be wasted. It's as terrible as it is. It is a beautiful gift. If you can, if you choose to look at it that way. Work on yourselves, let everything go that you have been wanting to, meaning to. It's now is time. You have permission to emerge from this as a happy, healthy, complete human being, being exactly as you are. Because as you are is enough. Yep. Beautiful, Ryan. And how do people get a hold of you if they want to work with you? Uh, They can go to my website. It's a sacred circle, HC for healing center, um, uh, dot com. Uh, and I do, I do workshops and seminars here and there. 
Uh, I've been a little bit quiet lately on on uh, social media and whatnot. I'm also, it's my name on Instagram, Brian Grijalva on Instagram. Uh, I've been a little bit quiet lately, but I have a whole series of videos coming out and I'm taking this time to finish my book. Nice, congratulations, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm working on it every day, little by little. It's coming out of this time. So much, so much is coming out. Yeah, my book is gonna be all about the chakras. And I can't wait to go up. Yeah. Territory. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's all there. So anyhow, but that's how it is. And I think it's just, this is just a great time. So it's not, not, let's not fall into despair. We got this. We got this. We all got this. Got this. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for joining me today. And thank, thank you everybody you. for joining me on raise the vibe. You can reach me on Facebook and Instagram at Liz's healing touch on YouTube under Liz Peterson and also on uh, voiceofvashon.org backslash raise the vibe. Thank you so much for joining me today, everybody. Have a great day and remember to get out there and raise the vibe. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.